we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Everybody that's anybody comes to the Breakfast Club. You know, you give voice to people that would be voiceless. Right now, your show has the pulse of the culture. Yeah. Everyone smells rich oh and <laughs> successful. Where y'all at now? Can't nobody tell y'all. Non-stop entertainment. The Breakfast Club. Wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Back to the work week, man. What a weekend. What'd y'all do this weekend? I went to a New York Liberty game. 
on Friday. That was really fun. I know everybody was watching other games too, but I was at the New York Liberty game. And then um, yesterday I went to go see Tiwa Savage perform in Brooklyn. I love Tiwa Savage. She's from okay. Lagos. Mm-hmm. It was a sold out show in Brooklyn. So shout out to her. It was amazing. Great mm-hmm. sports weekend this weekend it was. Yeah, great basketball. Oh, man. Even hockey. Hockey. The Rangers play game seven if you're a hockey fan. What's up with all the black people going to see hockey now? I see my man, my man Cas be at the hockey games all the time. It's a lot now. of energy. He be, he be rocking the Rangers jerseys. Mm-hmm. I see Kodak Black at hockey games. What's up with black people in hockey now? That's the thing. Yes, black people play hockey. Very few. I, I never knew us to be in the I, hockey. I knew us to be in the, to, to the jerseys. I can't name a hockey player, but I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can name one, though. Okay, ooh. Sidney Crosby. Historically, Wayne Gretzky. Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Wait, no, I said black. I think Sidney Crosby's black, right? You said Wayne Gretzky. Oh, he's, he's definitely not? not black. Oh, I never know. You ain't say black player. Yes, you I said did. name a hockey player. I mean black. Oh, say that. I don't know. I can't name no black hockey player. Me neither. Okay. Well, but we there's some out there. There's definitely some Salute out there. Salute to them. I like the jerseys though. Mm-hmm. But man, boxing was great this weekend. Uh, Jamel Charlo fought. Uh, Boots fought out mm-hmm. of Philly. That was a great uh, card. In the NBA playoff games, I know Vegas money all messed up after this oh, weekend. Oh, word, yeah. We're going to talk about the scores <laughs> when we come back. I know Vegas money all messed up this weekend. You guys ever been to uh, New Hampshire? Yeah. What were you, what you have to do in New Hampshire? Um, I was in Maine, right? That's in New Hampshire? Oh, no, wait. Hold on. That's a whole other state. New Hampshire's state. a state. <laughs> it's right next to it, though, <laughs> New right? New Hampshire's a state. Got some real scholars on this show, baby. <laughs> wait, hold on. Hold real on. academics. Where, this girl I went to college with, he, she, her family had a... Um, Vacation home in New Hampshire. That's the only reason I ever was there. That was a long time ago. Oh, I got to I gotta renew my, my passport. And they said the only three places I can go to renew it is Honolulu, Puerto Rico, and New Hampshire. Why? That's the only place that have appointments available. That makes zero sense. That does, but that's the only place. And I've I don't believe for that. the last five I days. think you need to call another opinion. No, you remember last call week? Call another doctor. Angie Martinez had to fly to New Orleans for her appointment. I didn't know that. Thank yeah, you for did. telling us all Angie's business. Nah, well, she did. I know she did. She talked about it. But yeah, she to get her uh, passport, she had to fly there to, for the appointment. So I have that's to, wild. I got I to gotta go to one of those three places. Honolulu, Puerto Rico, Why, though? New Hampshire. You should go to Honolulu to get it. No, that's a 12-hour flight. What, nine-hour flight just to read You don't want to be in Honolulu? No, not but for But what long. is the reasoning? Why I can't... Don't they have passport places in every state and country? I think it's hard to get an appointment. It's hard to get an appointment. You got to get an appointment. Wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of places, you have to make your appointment like months in advance. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to head over to New Hampshire. I don't even know where New Hampshire is. But you is. also could, you know, send away for it and do a rush on it. That's what I did. Yeah, that takes, what, seven to ten days? Yeah. I you going it. somewhere like tomorrow? I need it before seven to ten days. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, get it. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, who's joining us this morning? Uh, Dara Fairweather, she's the chief economist at Redfin. You know, there's a lot of talk about these rising rents and the housing market and are we in a housing crisis? So she has all that information. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Man, when you talk about this weekend, it was a tough weekend in Buffalo and around the world to see what happened in Buffalo. So we'll talk about the uh, gunman, the racist uh, white supremacist gunman who actually killed 10 people and injured three others yesterday. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, I'm not a hockey fan, but they said the uh, Rangers won in overtime last night. It's playoff time for the uh, hockey, right? Game seven, all right. Game seven of what? Stanley Cup? Why would playoffs? I don't freaking. I'm just talking. What is it? The first round. Oh, first, first round. round first okay. round. All right. <laughs> also, the uh, Mavericks beat the Suns 123-90. The Celtics beat the Bucks 109-81. The Celtics I know they the Mavericks up. Uh, actually go to the next round. I know they messed up Vegas' money. Uh, of course. Because the Bucks and uh, Suns, were that was some people's finals pick. Correct. Now they're not even... 
making it to the finals of their respective conferences. Mm-mm. So I'm sticking with my pick from the beginning of the season. The Warriors. Golden State Warriors. I think the Warriors, too. What else you got, Yeezy? All right. Well, let's talk about what happened in Buffalo. From what we know so far, uh, please have a suspect, 18-year-old Peyton Gendron. And according to reports, here is an eyewitness to the shooting that happened in Buffalo that ended up killing 10 people and injuring three people on Saturday. From what I saw, I just left out the store, and I stopped here, and I started to drink my juice, and I heard a gunshot that I knew was a gunshot and not a firecracker. So I looked up, and I seen smoke. Then um, I seen a guy in a full army suit just shooting shots at people, and I seen a security guard running the store, and then um, I seen the guy go in army style, bent over, just shooting at people, and I heard him shooting at people, and then I saw three people laying down, and I didn't have a phone on me, so I was just screaming for somebody to call the police. Man, that was really difficult to, um, I mean, our condolences out to all the family and friends in that neighborhood. Definitely. At the t- and this was at a Tops Friendly uh, Market, and it was in a predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo. Now, investigators are reviewing a 180-page purported manifesto that was posted online mm. in connection with the shooting. The author of the document claims to be Peyton Gendron, confesses to the attack. He describes himself as a fascist, a white supremacist, and an anti-Semite. And the manifesto, he also says the supermarket in Buffalo is in a zip code that has the highest black percentage that is close enough to where I live. So he was uh, definitely targeting black people. Now, here is the mayor of Buffalo. They did identify all 10 people and the wounded three people as well. And the mayor is talking about one person in particular who died a hero while exchanging gunfire with the supermarket shooter, Peyton Gendron. He is someone that is very well respected by members of the Buffalo Police Department, worked at the top supermarket for several years in retirement as a security officer uh, and did engage the shooter, uh, did uh, exchange gunfire with the shooter, but the shooter was wearing uh, body armor and a tactical helmet uh, and uh, was able to withstand that uh, and killed Lieutenant Salter, who is a hero, uh, who tried to protect people in the store, tried to save lives, and in the process, lost his own life yeah Aaron Salter Jr I mean that's that's you know everybody's like oh you know nobody shot back like nah that brother did shoot back but like the guy just said he um, body had on tactical gear and tactical gear an armored plate they said all right now the Buffalo Police Commissioner Joseph Gramaglia said yesterday the attack was a racist hate crime and that is how they plan to prosecute uh, Peyton Gendron we'll be looking at extensive uh, digital platforms computers phones um, cameras and anything else that uh, that comes into play in this investigation. The evidence that we have uncovered so far makes no mistake that this is an absolute racist hate <clears throat> crime. Now, the 18-year-old Peyton Gendron was a student at SUNY Broome Community College in New York. He has pleaded not guilty. He said, I understand my charges in court right now. They are saying that he is under uh, suicide watch currently. Joe Biden will be in Buffalo today. And there's not a lot of details about what his plan is when he he's there. Um, but here is what Biden had to say. The Justice Department has stated publicly that is investigating the matter as a hate crime, racially motivated act of white supremacy and violent extremism. All right. Well, again, our condolences to the family, to the friends. Absolutely. Definitely uh, sending the family and friends healing energy for sure. 
Mm-hmm. But you know the thing that saddens me about this, what? the thing that makes me my, makes my energy go down the most is the mm-hmm. reality of the situation is that it's never gonna stop. There is no cure for racism. There is no cure for hate. There is no cure for bigotry. I think mm-hmm. a lot of us have been waiting for you know old people with that racist mentality to die, but that kid Peyton Gendron was eighteen. Yeah. So it's a never-ending cycle, and sadly, we're going to have to deal with this forever. It's, the crazy thing is, is he threatened to shoot up a school, so the fact that he still had that gun or was able to get the gun or the fact that he still owned the gun. And we talked about, you know, death penalty last week. I don't think he deserves the death penalty. I don't deserve he he she, he should be I don't think he cares. Yeah. That's I, I mean, across the board, I'm not really in favor of the death penalty, so... He ran but around But he can suffer taping. for the rest of his life in jail. Taping. And the gun shop owner who sold the firearm to Peyton Gendron said that he feels terrible about this crime. He said uh, he knew nothing about it until he got the call from federal agents. He said that there was no red flags when they did the background check on him. He'll be in jail with all the other white supremacists. Well, sure. I'd rather him be in jail with all of the white supremacists than be out uh, be out online with all the white supremacists because the internet not making it no better. In fact, the internet is probably making it worse because not only can people f- like this find their tribe of other white supremacists, they can buy into false narratives and lies and mif- misinformation that puts fuel on their racist fire. Mm-hmm. So it's just... People talk about freedom uh, of speech. Well, you can find something to support this anywhere online. So that shouldn't even be able to exist. All right, right. well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, Tanya. Get it off your chest. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, Envy. Hey, Yee. Hey. Good morning, Queen. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Love you guys. Calling from Sumter. Um, mm-hmm. I have a few questions I need to get off my chest. Go ahead. Okay, for Envy, how how did you not play any Maxwell for you and your wife's anniversary? I did. I did in, in the mix. mix. I played something, something in the mix. You know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why. Okay, I, okay. I, I played in the mix <laughs> when I did my when I did the little mix for my wife. I played in the mix. Something, something, Maxwell. Okay, okay. I, I must have missed it then. Okay. <laughs> okay, and for Charlemagne, um, you be getting mighty quiet when they be discussing when they're coming back. Do you and her have something planned for the podcast or something? You you be you be mighty quiet. Yeah, right. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to say when when when? When those things happen, I, I, I got the same questions everybody else got. Like, is she really coming back? Like, you 0 for two. What else you got? I, hey, I don't. I, I think you know something. I think you know. Something. I don't That's know. I, I, I do not talk to Miss Wendy Williams, ma'am. I send Wendy healing okay, energy. Well, it's wishful thinking. I wish you guys would do something that that would come full circle, though. I appreciate her, the opportunity she gave me back in the day, her and her husband. But I do not speak to Miss Wendy Williams. Okay. Okay. Well, I love you guys. I'm glad I made it through for the first time. All right. Well, you have a good morning. You too. All right, Mama. <laughs> she Hello, had energy. This? Hmm? She had energy. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, NV Charlemagne and Angela, good morning. My name is Meryl. Good morning, Meryl. What's going on? Hey, listen, I got, you know, I'm thinking about this young man, and I hear what you're saying, uh, Envy, you know, let's go straight to the death penalty. But I kind of agree with Angela. Yeah, we, we don't need no televised court hearing. We don't need a long, drawn-out, uh, trial, you know, find this dude guilty, put his head straight in a hole. That's where he goes for the rest of his life. Yeah. I don't want to put 
I want to change. I want. I want you to think about something. When we talk about white supremacy, right, and we talk about the law enforcement system, this young man could have been a cop. So imagine him as a police officer mm-hmm. in right. Buffalo. So what do we want? Do we want this dude with a twenty-year career of, of, of harassing? Or do we want him to say, you know what, I'm going to jump out the window and put my ass in the hole for the rest of the year, for my life. Yeah, I mean, honestly, death might be the easy way out for somebody like him. Well, see, the thing is, they they passed the oh, law. Then they passed the law that you can only stay in the hole 15 consecutive days or 20 total days over two months. Like, they have man, these laws listen, that protect laws are, to, laws are meant to be changed, man. Man, you know how long it would take to change those laws, man? That guy will be a I king. That it. guy will be a king in white supremacy land in jail, man. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's still jail. It's still prison. I'm a king in jail. Yeah, it's still prison. You can be if you want to be the king in prison. Cool, you know. All right, you know. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. He's only 18, so a life sentence for him is a long time. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this QC. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, y'all just been talking about that shooting in Buffalo, man. This is crazy now. You, you calling from the Chuck. Before. You calling from the Chuck, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah, man, this is crazy, man. You can't even go outside and have fun no more. You can't even go shopping. This is crazy. It's a crazy world, man. That's what I said. That's the, that's the thing that saddens you the most to me. No, that's, that's, that's what saddens you the most, knowing that this energy is never going to stop, knowing that, you know, you can't oh. cure racism, you can't cure hatred, and at any moment, anywhere, career is ugly hate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. This is sad. All right, brother. But, hey, man, it's a pleasure speaking with y'all. Y'all know, hey, I'll listen to y'all every morning. Thank you, bro. Hello, who's this? DJ, calling from Providence. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. How you doing today? It's my birthday. I'm 38 today. Hey, happy hey, birthday. My happy happy born birthday, day, my King. Guy. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm writing a book. So I, on my first book, it's an autobiography. I've been writing it for about a month now, and I turned it into a book. I want to say about, like, how do I go about publishing? I mean, you can self-publish. You can shop it around to... You know, book publishers see if they're interested, but the most if you're shopping it around the book publishers, it's best to get a book agent. So you got to convince the book agent okay. that you're sitting on some heat and see if they yeah, want to represent yeah, you. Yeah, I got some heat. It's about my um my life. You know, I've been shot a couple times. Um, went through. You know, everybody been through trials and tribulations. So I'm just talking about it and um turned it into a book. That's all. Well, keep writing, man. Come up with a good outline. Uh, the name of it's called "Born into a World of Madness: Life from '84." Life from, oh, you were born in 1984? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All yeah, right, man, brother. keep writing, King. Well, good luck. Appreciate it. Have a good one, bro. All right. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is D'Angelo from North of VA. What's going on? Good North morning, is D'Angelo. How old are you, King? I'm 39. I'll be 40 in July. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to see if he was named after the singer. Trying to see who your mama liked. That's uh, all. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a junior, so it is what it is. Okay. All right. But well, check this out. Go ahead, brother. Check this out, man. Um, I got beef with the medical industry right now. I work every single day. I have insurance the whole nine yards. I got hit by a car when I was 11 years old, bro. I'm still dealing with the repercussions of the accident and having migraines for the last 20-some-odd years. The only medication that helps me is $1,000. 
Like, how is that even possible? Damn. That's crazy. I, like, like I, I've seen days where, where instances where I got a migraine for a month straight and I've had no sleep. Like, what does a person do in that situation? I can't pay it because I got to live. Rent due is between paying my rent and buying my medication. So what is a person to do out here? Yeah, that's a great question. Damn it, man. And, and you said the insurance covers none of that. None of it. Not one red cent, bro. They don't, they they don't cover the medication? Yeah, sometimes they have an alternate medication because sometimes they might not cover one, but they cover the other one, which is like the same. They don't have an alternate? It's like $90 a box, bro. And I done been through everything. Like It's like they're experimenting on me. I've had Botox injections in the back of my head. Like mm. It's the worst thing ever. And I'm tired of getting poked and prodded on and experimented on. Mm. Like with no relief. Nothing helps. Hey, it's not a joke, but did you try cannabis? Because there's certain cannabis strains that really help with certain things. I'm an avid smoker. Um, but to, to a degree, it won't really help. If I have an onset migraine, it could send me into like a brain aneurysm or something mm. like that. Like, and right. you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm stuck right now, Damn. and I want to be around for my daughter. I just had a one year old daughter. You know what I'm saying? I want to be around to raise her, man, and it's getting real scary out here, knowing that I could potentially pass away in my sleep. Right, and that's how it is living in a capitalist society. Like this is America; everything people need, people can't afford, and we spend all our money just simply attempting to survive. Think about that. This brother just simply attempting right. to survive. You, spend, right. you got you got to go broke just trying to survive, trying to live the basics. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm sitting at work right now. I got a migraine out of this world, but I can't yeah. afford to leave work. I have to work. Damn. I wish I had answers for you, my brother. Well, I appreciate y'all for what y'all do every day, man. And keep on doing what you're doing. Y'all give folks like me hope, man. So I appreciate you all. Love, all right, King. All right. That's crazy, man. Like, like seriously, that's insane. And I really wish I had some answers for him. But I don't. This is the society that we live in. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Dwayne Wade. He is jumping into the NFT business. We'll tell you about some of his investments as of late, some other things that he's doing, and what his NFTs are all about. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound feet of torque. ATT Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk scissor. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, SZA was talking about her own mental health. This was all for Community Voices. It's a series for Mental Health Awareness Month that Finish Line is doing. Finish Line Women posted this interview that they did with her where she talked about the impact that the spotlight and pressures have placed upon her as an artist. One thing she talked about was the Met Gala and sneaking out. I hated my outfit. That was another mental health thing where it's like, you want to do your job, you want to show up, and all these people are excited for you to be there, but it's like, damn, I don't feel confident or I don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable. It's like, oh, my dress doesn't fit. Like, and then there's all this weird comparison. It's just like, it's really unhealthy. And it's like, damn, some people like Lizzo can have a really good time regardless of what is happening. And for me, it's like, I snuck out the back as soon as Lenny Kravitz hit the stage yeah. because I was feeling very like, well, my anxiety is going crazy. So much so that I couldn't even walk down the main steps to exit. I took a cab. I walked like three city blocks with no shoes on. I had too much anxiety to wait for my cab in front of the crowd and take pictures and all those things that I didn't want to do that. So I was looking like a little dirty Cinderella running away with my shoes. Hey, totally understand. That's why I don't even show up. 
because I already know what's going to happen when I get there. All right. In addition, she talked about just being exhausted, the physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion from the business. The physical exhaustion, the mental exhaustion does not come from making music. I love making music. Yeah. I love um, creating. It's like kind of my only source of therapy and meditation, but the exhaustion really comes from expectations and like berating and like dehumanizing from outside forces. And that it makes you feel like, why? What? Why am I doing this? Like, why would I set myself up to be bodied like this on a regular basis? Hey, man. Invest in your mental wealth. Everybody should be in therapy. Everybody should be on their healing journey. Deal with your trauma. Your trauma will deal with you. I love those conversations like that because it just normalizes it. That's it. Everybody's going through something. It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay not okay. All right, now, Dwayne Wade talked to CNBC in an interview, and he was talking about how he always takes chances, the different things that he has going on. You know, he has an equity stake in uh, the Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. He's a minority owner in that franchise. He's also working with Budweiser Zero on an NFT collection that will go on sale May 24th. He co-founded this alcohol and sugar-free beverage back in 2020. The NFTs that he's putting out will sell for $180 each and also give buyers an opportunity to win prizes like an autograph here of Dwayne Wade sneakers, a chance to watch a Utah jazz game with him as well and he said this is an opportunity to be part of a young brand that is trying to build a fan base and provide great experiences he also talks about taking chances in this space even though nfts uh, daily sales have declined more than 90 percent since september of last year and there's also been a sell-off around cryptocurrencies but he said if you look at my basketball career my business career has gone very similar he doesn't mind taking chances now he also has accumulated nearly 200 million dollars in earnings during his 16-year mba career and he the forbes estimates that he makes 17 million dollars annually in endorsements you know he also has um his own shoe line with this china-based sports apparel company leaning and in 2018 he signed a lifetime deal with them for an undisclosed amount yeah that's all those nfts are going to end up being tokens that access the world or whoever you bought it from so you can buy it from d wade and like he said he'll you know you can get opportunity to win other things like autograph sneakers, sneakers and stuff like stuff mm -hmm. like that and when you buy it from your favorite artist it'll probably give you access to concerts and shows and merch and things like that now Dwayne wade also started a wine company called wade sellers he also has a stake in the media company players tv and he and gabrielle union co-own uh proudly it's a company that makes baby products mm-hmm all right, now, Envy, I need you to help me out with this rumor. Hmm. Now, this is an unconfirmed rumor, but they're saying that Ferrari has banned certain people, certain celebrities from acquiring a car, and that some of those people include Justin Bieber, Floyd Mayweather, and the Kardashians. So now Ferrari has said there's no blacklist banning people from acquiring their cars, but they do reserve the option to carefully choose who gets access to their most exclusive units. They said that Justin Bieber has been banned because he requested a car and then pimped it out and then auctioned it off. He changed the color, did all of those things, and so they vetoed any future purchase to Justin Bieber. Now, they also said the Kardashians don't own any, and according to uh, this investigation, they said, you know, Kim and Kylie are both billionaires. The rest of the family could certainly afford to buy one of the cars, but to public knowledge, nobody owns one. Uh, so, not sure how true this is. Yeah, I believe they are banned. Now, when they say they're banned, they just can't buy a new one from the store, but they can buy one, you know, or for anybody else. But usually, when, when you purchase one of those vehicles, they want you to keep it for a certain amount of time because they know that the value shoots up and they don't want you to make money off of it. They want you to enjoy it. So, a lot of times, they might say you can't buy it. You can't sell it in six months or you can't sell it in a year. And they don't want you to, to do things like uh, sometimes change the colors and do things like that to their cars. So, yeah, they have the right to do that. They own it. Well, a lot of us are banned from buying Ferraris simply because we can't afford them. 
Okay, so welcome to the blacklist, all right? Now you know how it feels to not be able to buy something you want. Oh, they can still buy it. They just can't buy it from Ferrari. Well, whatever, okay? <laughs> Come sit over here with us, all right? And we can't, we can't buy them either because we can't right. afford them. Now, Britney Spears has announced that, unfortunately, she has suffered a miscarriage. She shared the news of that on Saturday afternoon. It was an announcement signed by her and her fiancé. She posted, is with our deepest sadness, we have to announce that we have lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However, we were overly excited to share the good news. Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. Mm, that's horrible. It's very sad. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. At least 21 people were injured in three shootings after a Bucks game in Milwaukee. They did enact a curfew on Saturday for young people and added extra patrols. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Finding Tamika from Kevin Hart, myself, Charlemagne the God, and Queen Erica Alexander in Color Farm Media. This series focuses on missing black women and the system that ignores them. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, over the weekend, the Celtics beat the Bucks. The Mavericks beat the Suns. They both go to the next round. Congratulations to all the Celtics and uh, Mavericks yep. fans out there, Dallas fans out there. No, they messed up all the bookies' money oh, because yeah. uh, the Bucks and um, the Suns were actually some people's NBA Finals pick. Mm-hmm. But that went up in smoke this uh, this weekend. Sure did. My pick uh, has always been the Warriors since the beginning of the season, so I'm sticking with that. All right. What else you got, Yeezy? All right. Well, Milwaukee officials Saturday enacted a curfew for young people, and they also added extra patrols because 21 people were injured in three separate downtown shootings near an entertainment district with thousands of people gathered uh, to watch the game. And so they said that uh, the three people were injured in the first shooting, one in the second, and 17. And what police are describing as an exchange of gunfire between two groups of people, all just a few blocks from the arena where the Bucks lost to the Boston Celtics in game six. All of the victims, however, are expected to survive. So that's a fortunate thing. This is I'm telling you, the one thing we rely on to keep us all safe is also the most unpredictable thing on this planet. And that's human behavior. The only thing that keeps us relatively safe on this planet is the actions of each other. And when stuff like that happens, when one person acts up or two people mm-hmm. act up, that's what happens. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about Buffalo. I know we discussed this earlier this morning, but this is just tragic. Ten people killed and Mm, three people mm, mm. were injured. And this is all at the hands of 18-year-old Peyton Gendron. Mm, mm, Here is an eyewitness to the scene of the shooting at a top supermarket. From what I saw, I just left out the store and I stopped here and I started to drink my juice and I heard a gunshot that I knew was a gunshot and not a firecracker. So I looked up and I seen smoke. Then um, I seen a guy in a full army suit just shooting shots at people. Mm-mm-mm. And I seen a security guard running the store. And then um, I seen the guy go in army style, bent over, just shooting at people. And I heard him shooting at people. And then I saw three people laying down. And I didn't have a phone on me. So I was just screaming for somebody to call the police. Now, that security guard he saw was Aaron Salter Jr., a former lieutenant with the Buffalo Police Department. He confronted the gunman before he was fatally shot. And here's what the mayor had to say about Aaron Salter Jr. He is someone that is very well respected by members of the Buffalo Police Department, worked at the 
top supermarket for several years in retirement as a security officer uh, and did engage the shooter, uh, did uh, exchange gunfire with the shooter, but the shooter was wearing uh, body armor and a tactical helmet uh, and uh, was able to withstand that uh, and killed Lieutenant Salter, who is a hero, uh, who tried to protect people in the store, tried to save lives, and in the process lost his own life. Salute to that brother Aaron Salter Jr., man. All right, now when it comes to uh, Peyton Gendron, investigators are reviewing this 180-page purported manifesto that was posted online in connection with the shooting. The author of that document claims to be Peyton Gendron and confesses to the attack. He also describes himself as a fascist, a white supremacist, and an anti-Semite. In the manifesto, he also says that the supermarket in Buffalo is in a zip code that has the highest black percentage that is close enough to where I live. Right now, they are investigating this case as a hate crime. I mean, it's quite obvious Mm -hmm. that it's a hate crime. And they said he had been previously on the radar of the police as a student in his high school. He made a generalized threat in June of 2021. He was then brought in for a mental health evaluation. He was released after a day and a half. And they said at the time that threat was not racially motivated. Mm. So they did confirm that a 17-year-old student at that time had made a threatening statement um, at the high school. And it's never going to stop. I mean, that is the human behavior you can't control. There is no cure for racism. There is no cure for bigotry. And hate crimes like that will forever continue to happen. It's just a never-ending cycle in this country. And I think we all been waiting for old people with that, you know, racist mentality to die. But that kid was 18. So that lets you know (laughs) racism is the American way. Now, he was also live streaming from Twitch when this uh, was happening. He was streaming there. And and according to Twitch, they said he has been indefinitely suspended from our service and we are taking all appropriate actions (laughs) including monitoring for Mm -mm. any accounts rebroadcasting this content. Are you going to get on Twitch in jail? Mm -mm. Come on, Twitch. All right, so we will uh, continue to let you know what happened. Again, really tragic in Buffalo. Our hearts, our condolences to the families and the friends of those people who are now having to deal with this. Mm -mm -mm. And that is your front page news. All right. When we come back, uh, Daryl Fairweather will be joining us. She's, uh, what's her position at Redfin? She's the chief economist at Redfin. Yeah, so we're going to talk to her next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Daryl Fairweather. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, Daryl Fairweather is a chief economist of Redfin, and I feel like this is so important because we've been talking about uh, these rising rent prices and people not being able to buy homes right now. Some people having buyer's remorse. So can you talk about um, Redfin and the the information that you have based off of the research done when it comes to this market right now that we're in? Yeah, Redfin is a national real estate brokerage. We also have rentals as well, and we cover the whole entire country. So we can see how much home prices are going up, how much rents are going up. And nationally, rents are up 17% and home prices up 17%. So if you're looking for a place to live, it's just really tough out there right now on top of inflation and all of that. Mm. So, so what do you suggest for people to do right now? Interest rates are what, about over 5%? Yes. Um, a year ago, they were you could get them close to 2%. Yes. So what do you suggest people that are looking for homes right now? Uh, uh, is it one of those things you think people are going to start foreclosing on their homes? They're going to start losing their homes? What, what do you think? 
I don't think people are going to lose their homes because anybody who bought last year is in a really good spot because they got that 2% rate and they got a whole lot of equity because home prices went up so much. It's the people who are trying to buy that I'm worried about. Mm -hmm. And it's really tough. The only option people really have is to look somewhere more affordable, move somewhere else. And people are moving right now. They're leaving New York, unfortunately, going to more affordable places. But if you're stuck in place, you're just in a really tough spot because you're just losing out on money. And what about selling a home now? Is that going to be difficult for a lot of people that's trying to sell their home? No. <laughs> right now, it's still pretty easy to sell a home, but that might change by the end of the year. I think demand is going to slow down quite a bit now that mortgage rates are up so much. Now how do you, how high do you think interest rates will get? I mean, they could go up to 6%, but it's possible they might just stay where they are. It's possible they might go down because if the if the Fed gets a hold of inflation, they're going to they're gonna slow down on how much they're tightening monetary policy. But if inflation keeps getting worse, then we're all just going to have to to bear it and bear these higher interest rates and bear this inflation. Now, Darryl, you also study behavioral science. Yes. So how does that play into what you do as a chief economist at Redfin? Well, buying a home is such an emotional decision for people. It's usually the biggest financial decision they'll ever make, and they only do it like once or twice in their whole lifetime. So people make mistakes. They'll get really emotional about it. They'll get all worked up in a bidding war and overbid on a home, and then they might have remorse about it. So it's very psychological. It's not just about economics for a lot of people. So what are some reasons to be optimistic about black home ownership in, in, in this era? Then? <laughs> so one good thing is that there was a record amount of wealth created for black homeowners last year. So if you are a homeowner and you're black, then you actually got a lot of wealth and hopefully that spreads out to the rest of the community. But the black homeownership rate is still really low. It's below 50% and wow. while the white homeownership rate is above 70%. And that goes way back to redlining. It goes back to discrimination from the past. If you have a parent who's a homeowner, you're way more likely to be a homeowner. Mm -hmm. So that's why it keeps uh, it keeps going through generations, what happened in the past. It's not like it was just in the past. It keeps coming up for future generations. I was going to ask you, when it comes to uh, Redfin, some people might not know what Redfin is. So I was going to say, please break down what it is for people that don't know what Redfin is. And also, I know people were having uh, problems sometimes with the Redfin estimates and mm -hmm. even Zillow estimates. And they say they were affecting a lot of people's homes and they necessarily wasn't true. So can you break that down a little bit for both of those questions? Yes. Yeah, so Redfin is a national real estate brokerage. We also have a mortgage company and a title company and rentals. You might be familiar with the Redfin app and website. If you're looking for a home for sale, you might go to our website and see all the homes that are for sale. And we have lots of statistics about um, what your estimate is or what the neighborhood is like. The Redfin estimate is calculated based on how much homes are selling for in your neighborhood that are similar. But... It's supposed to be an estimate of what your home will sell for, and there is racial bias in how much homes sell for. Redfin did a study about how much homes are worth in black neighborhoods compared to white neighborhoods, even when the neighborhood's exactly the same, has the same quality schools, has the same kind of transit, has the same job opportunities, and black homes sell for $46,000 less than homes in white neighborhoods. And it's just because, I mean, I think what it comes down to is that a lot of people don't wanna buy homes where black people live. The only neighborhood was the exception was Houston, and that's because there's a large black middle class there. So the Redfin estimate, it reflects what homes are going to sell for, but there's so much racial bias packed in into what homes are worth, depending on what neighborhood it is and who lives in that neighborhood. I, I was going to ask that, uh, you know, for the few affluent black neighborhoods there are across the country, are they listed? Are those neighborhoods listed as black neighborhoods? Well... I mean, you wouldn't go on Redfin and see that's a black neighborhood, but if you're looking for a home and driving around and trying to buy a home, you're going to see who lives there. And I think that's where the racial bias gets in there. 
Okay, so they're not necessarily labeled black or white. Nah, okay, okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. Got you, got you. Why, I know uh, Zillow got rid of their estimates uh, because they said it, it was wasn't right. Is so Redfin still stayed with their estimates when it comes to a lot of those houses? Zillow, Zillow still has their estimate up if you yeah. go and look okay. at it. They I mean, do because I always look at what my home is estimated yeah. at. All the time. They said they got rid of them or they were getting rid of it. I think they got rid of their home buying program, which is based on their estimate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you know, Brooklyn is so um, different too because I feel like you know I live in Bed Stuy. That's traditionally a black neighborhood, but mm-hmm. then there's a lot of gentrification. But I still feel like there's a lot more black people that live in Best Eye. And then, like, the prices of things, I feel like when you look at what the value is of homes, it, it just varies so much because there might be a house on this side of the block that sells for $3 million, but then there's something right here that's $800,000. It's such a wide variety, you know, in the whole neighborhood. Yeah, and that comes down to just perception of what that neighborhood is like and mm-hmm. what it's like on one side of the street versus the other side of the street. I'm actually, I'm, my family is from Bedside. My dad was born in Bedside. Oh. My great-grandfather bought a brownstone in Bedside back in the day. And Bedside is one of these neighborhoods that was redlined. So if you were trying to buy a home in Bedside uh, in the 1950s, you could not get a mortgage there. And that still has effects on how much the homes are worth today. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw that in New York, you talked about people moving. And it's mm-hmm. the third most popular metro that people are moving out of. What, what are the top two? So it's also San Francisco and... Uh, the other one, I believe, is Seattle. I feel really? like San Francisco is even more expensive than Manhattan. It is. It's very expensive. Oh, because of the tech world, probably. Yeah, so remote work changed everything when it comes to where people want to live. I mean, San Francisco has been expensive, and same with New York, so people just can't afford to live there anymore. And also, in San Francisco, they are not building enough housing. So everybody wants to live there. They can't find a place to live. And with remote work, people aren't willing to shack up with, like, five other roommates just to live there. They'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people's mental health in New York, like, being stuck in, like, apartment complexes and not being outside, being able to go outside and get fresh air during the pandemic, that made them be like, I got to get about it. Yeah, yeah. During the pandemic, people wanted open space. They were moving to rural areas. They were moving into the suburbs. But now those places are expensive, too. So people are having to move into condos and townhomes instead. I I wish I would have bought something in Manhattan when the prices were down during the pandemic. Because now they're saying the rent in Manhattan is the highest that it's ever been. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and people are, like, bidding for rentals. And I guess because right now people can't afford to buy a home, so people are having to rent. Is that what's happening? Yeah, so the housing market took off and now people are looking for other alternatives like renting. But New York is kind of an interesting case because it was, I mean, you all know it was dead during the pandemic and people were worried about whether it was going to come back or not, but it did come back. And now it's like making up for lost time in terms of how much rent's going up. But San Francisco is still losing people and the rents are still not growing as much as other places. All right, we have more with Daryl Fairweather from Redfin. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Daryl Fairweather from Redfin. Charlemagne? Is there anything that can even be done to make homes more affordable for middle-class families? I don't even know what that term means, middle-class, <laughs> but is there anything that can be done? We really just need to build more, and it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Like We should have been doing this for the last decade, but we need to prioritize this as a whole country, building more, and that means reforming zoning so we have more multifamily housing instead of just single-family homes. I mean, New York is a super dense place. There's there's a lot of dense housing, but we could still build more. There's still room to build more. And if we don't do that, it's just going to be impossible. You can't just say that rent is capped and expect that to stay that because landlords will find a way to kind of get around that. We have to actually make supply and meet demand. It just seems crazy, right? Like, you know, if you make if you make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, it it feel, that feels like middle class. Yeah, I was just talking but, but to... But should be the 1%, right? I was talking to a, a reporter for like a nationally renowned uh, newspaper today and he 
is in affordable housing in New York. Like this is somebody who's a professional and he has to go into affordable housing. So that's just how expensive it is. Even people who, you know, you would think are middle class, they can't afford to get into the housing market. So when the stock market dives and crypto dives, how does that affect the housing market if it does at all? I think it will eventually. So during the pandemic, people's stock portfolios were through the roof and people were buying second homes, like second home purchases doubled during the pandemic. But now that's cooling off a lot. And I think as people's stock portfolios go down, we're not going to see so much demand, at least from the wealthy people. And hopefully that'll get a chance to people who are going in with like FHA loans, government sponsored loans that really didn't have a chance to compete against the people who had all that money. Mm -hmm. Do you think some people could just be living beyond their means? I mean, they probably are. <laughs> like instead of getting a house, they probably should get a townhouse or a condo or something like that? Well, I think people just expect the value of their home to keep going up. So mm-hmm. if they can't afford it or that they're stretching their budget now, they hope that their income will go up, but at least they have a fixed housing payment. But especially now with mortgage rates going up, I bet a lot of people are trying to stretch their budgets. What about if you just renting? What would you suggest? The recommend the recommendation is to spend no more than a third of your income on housing, but so many people spend more than that because Absolutely. they just can't they just can't find housing that's within that budget. A lot mm. of people are staying put now too because if you have a, a rental, it's too expensive to move out, and then if you try to move, um, it's hard to find some place that's affordable to move into. Yeah, the number of vacant units is a good measure for like how how easy it is to get a rental, and that is lower than it's been in like three decades. And then we're talking about these mortgage forbearances coming to an end, right? Mm-hmm. So you said that you don't think that people will end up, as many people as we would think would have to foreclose on their homes. Yes. So what are some options? Like if anybody's listening to this, they own a home and they're like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I know you can call your mortgage company and work some things mm-hmm. out, but what are some things that people can do to make sure that their home doesn't get foreclosed on? So if you're struggling to make your mortgage payments, definitely get in touch with your lender. They may be able to work with you, refinance. They're probably going to be willing to refinance right now because they'll get you at a higher rate. So that's the unfortunate part. But also, I mean, it it is not a bad time to sell. You'll probably have a lot of equity in your home right now. So at least you can take that cash out and maybe move somewhere else. And maybe you can refinance and take some of that equity out and pay off whatever bills you might have that are preventing you from paying your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Is this a time period that you've never seen before for what you oh, do? The economy is so weird right now. It's like mm-hmm. it's so unpredictable. I mean, you try to look at historical patterns. Usually when mortgage rates go up this much, the housing market slows down. But the housing market seems pretty resilient just because people just don't just are so desperate to buy a home. So it's hard to look at the past and really predict the future. And then on top of that, you have what the Fed is doing, what's going on in Ukraine, all of these new technological innovations that may spur more economic growth. So I mean, I just try to stay humble whenever I try to make a prediction. A lot of people feel like they have to buy a home. We talk a lot about home ownership. When do you think you know you're in a good position to buy a home? Because I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do that. But what are some key things that you should have in place in order to let you know, okay, this is the time? Yeah, so... Go and look up what you can afford on your income. There are mortgage affordability calculators online that you can look at and then look at the homes that are within that budget. And if you find a home that you're willing to stay in for at least five years within your budget, then I think it's a good time to buy because that's when you can actually make money off of your home over that time period, whether the market goes up or down. But if you see a home and you're like, ah, this is kind of settling for me. I don't know if I really want to stay here. Then maybe you should just wait and try to build up more savings or maybe you should look at a different area or maybe try to you know, get your career on track so you can make enough money to afford the home you really want. Because mm-hmm. some people might just have to move to a whole other city. Yeah, and a lot of people if- are doing that. <laughs> I think it's easy now because of people can actually work from home, but I mm-hmm. think when they start shutting that back down and they want people to come back in the office, I think it's going to be a mad dash back to those cities that well, are losing people. That's what's happening in New York. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we appreciate well, you for joining us. Well, too. I was going to ask Thank about those, those, hot, those migration hotspots people are, mm-hmm. people are going to. What, what, what are some of the trends you see? Well, it, those those markets are just on fire right now because everybody's moving there and the locals are getting priced out. People who come in from out of town, they often have more money because they're coming with more income. So they just outbid all the locals and the locals get displaced. But it's a good thing if you're a homeowner there because you just see your value going up. That's the thing. That's a great thing about being a homeowner is that it really insulates you from things like gentrification or people moving in because mm-hmm. you can just stay put. If you're a renter, you're kind of at the whims of however the market goes, and you just have to take it. What that about, is one of the beauty. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what about buying a house sight unseen? That is a new trend, too, that we saw a lot of during the pandemic, especially because people couldn't like actually go see the homes. So there are 3D tours that you can do. Uh, agents were doing like virtual tours, and a lot of people were just like, I'll buy it. And investors, too. Investors often just will buy a home sight unseen because they're buying hundreds of homes, and to them, it's just like yeah, Caesar, all the same. Caesar buys a, a bunch of them like that. I think we bought like I bought like one or two like that. But he buys like hundreds of them because he knows the market, he knows the mm-hmm. area, he knows the block. So he's like, I'm getting it so cheap. Even if there's extra work that I have to do, I know I still have enough meat on the bone to make some money. So a lot of people do that too. Can you go to, uh, like, say, can you find out if somebody's home is getting foreclosed on and go to them? Because I've heard people do things like that, right? Go to the person who's selling their home. Or, or about to get foreclosed on and just have a conversation with them and try to work things out. Do you see that happening? That does happen. Sometimes it can be predatory. Like somebody will knock on your door and say like, oh, I'll take care of it for you. And then people don't read the fine print and realize they lost their home. And there are other programs where like you can buy somebody's property tax bills off of them. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't pay it, then you get the house. But yeah, I would just be it's wary of feeling to be that type <laughs> yeah. of person who would do something like that. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of people that do print out flyers and they, they send it to different areas. And then if you're about to lose your home, we'll, you know, we'll pay for your home and give you a little extra for your pocket. So people sometimes do that because they're like, shoot, I'm going to lose my house anyway. So if, he, if I can walk away with an extra $20,000, $30,000 or $50,000, so I know a lot of people that actually do that. Yeah, somebody's coming with you to you with one of those offers, I would just look at all of your options because there's probably a better option than just the person who knocks on your door. Now, I was about to buy this home, and I my realtor told me it wasn't a good idea because it was a two-family house, and there was a person living there on the top floor, and the owner told me I would be responsible for getting them to move. What would be your advice on something like that? I mean, yeah, being a landlord is a big responsibility. There's, I mean, tenants have rights. You can't just raise the rent on them if there's rent control. You can't just evict them just because you don't like them anymore. So just realize that it's a risk going into it. Make sure that you trust this tenant that you're taking on. And I, I, yeah, I, I would be wary of getting into a situation where you're taking on a tenant that you didn't actually vet yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, give me your information so people could get and follow you and get in touch with you if they want to. You can follow me on Twitter at FairweatherPhD, and uh, you can also just reach out to me on Redfin. You can even email me, Daryl.Fairweather at Redfin.com, and I'll I'll respond to you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You gave us such great information. I met you on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we need to have her up here because there is a lot going on that we want to make sure we have somebody who is an expert. Um, I appreciate that. And I know that you're on your hustle with your businesses, and I really respect that. And I just, I mean, I'm all about bringing economic knowledge to the culture and y'all are the culture. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Well, we have da- yeah. Daryl Fairweather. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. I just tried to sneak to the uh, passport office, which is around the I block. I was like, where did Envy go? It didn't work. I went up to the security. I was like, hey, I don't have an appointment, but I have a trip to go to. He's like, well, you will not get in today, <laughs> sir. I said, okay. I walked back over you to put my your job. Head down. When, did, when did this happen that people got to go out of state to get their passport? Because if you need to, um, uh, yeah, if you need to um, get an appointment, 
a lot of places that you can't get an appointment if you need it right away, so you have to schedule it. I was like, but I have a, I have a trip up. to go to. He's like, I don't care. You are not getting in here today. I guess the rush thing is the best thing to do because I definitely, uh, for my newborn, I definitely had to rush to get a passport in a week. Maybe like maybe it took like two weeks. Yeah, you can go and do it online. It's I had to do that five too. Five to seven days online, so. Mm-hmm. And when I and when I did it, I did mine online. online. Yeah, you can go. You can actually go to a passport person, like an agency, yeah, that'll go do and agency. do it for you. Yeah, usually they have an agency that do, that does it, but the time period where I'm leaving is a little too short. Right. Okay. Sucks. But anyway. All right. We got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Well, the Billboard Music Awards were yesterday. So we'll talk about some of the winners, some of the highlights. Uh, that includes Mary J. Blige getting honored with the Billboard Icon Award. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. It's the- we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Breakfast Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the Billboard Awards. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. All right, well, the Billboard Music Awards were this weekend, Mm -hmm. and some of the highlights, Janet Jackson made an appearance to honor Mary J. Blige with the Icon Award. Today's her birthday, too, Janet Jackson's birthday. Oh, so happy birthday to Janet. Mm -hmm. And so here is what Mary J. Blige had to say um, when she got her award. Janet Jackson, um... Speaking of Icon, you were always... One of our biggest inspirations growing up. And here is Mary J. Blige talking about what icon means to her. What an icon means to me is overcoming obstacles to accomplish the unthinkable and be widely admired for having influence over a multitude of people. And that is what I've always represented. I've been on, I've been on this journey for a long time, one that didn't always look the way you see me now, one that is filled with a lot of heartache, and pain, but God helped me to channel those experiences and emotions into my music, which is where I started. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Mary J. Blige, man. I love seeing Mary get all her flowers. Some former icons include Stevie Wonder, Prince, J-Lo, Cher, Janet Jackson, Mariah, Pink. So those are just some of the people that have gotten And they just getting around to Mary J. Blige? Drop one of Clues Bombs for Mary J. Blige. Okay? It was established in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, she should have been one of the first recipients. I always feel like we're not honoring uh, the MJB like we should. I always feel like that for some reason. All right. Now, here are some of the winners. Top artists. Um, well, actually, you know what? Let's start with some of the performances. Let's start with Silk Sonic. You know I love a Silk Sonic performance. And they've been doing their residency in Vegas. So, you know, they've been vibing together. So, mm-hmm. here's Silk Sonic performing Love Train. They also got top R&B song for Leave the Door Open. That music is timeless, too, boy. Yeah, that's great music. Now, some other big winners from the night included uh, Doja Cat. She actually won for top R&B artist, top R&B female artist. Um, She also won for top R&B album. I mean, Doja Cat be killing it. And she got her one of her awards from the City Girls. Now, I know we at the Billboard Music Awards, but we also in Vegas. So we got... Like, turn up all night, stand on couches with drinks in our hands. Turn up to our <laughs> Billboard finalist, R&B finalist. So, the winner... No. <laughs> run me the car, run me the car, we got something to do. Well, what happened? I have no idea. I'm confused. 
Well, there was some cursing. I love Young on. Miami and JT. I love their voices, man. I want them to reread. <laughs> I want them to read the four agreements for Audible. I know that's right. Well, um, uh, so here's Doja Cat winning. T- and by the way, JT did have a wardrobe malfunction that everybody was talking about. But she said she had on underwear. So for people who thought that was her stuff showing, she did have on underwear. Um, but here's Doja Cat winning uh, top R&B artists. It's an honor. I've always loved R&B. Growing up, it's what raised me. I think that there's a lot of very talented R&B artists out there right now. You have Summer Walker. You have SZA, you have The Weeknd, you have, you know, everybody. And, and I think that, I think that everybody deserves this award. Doja Cat. And then here is Maxwell. It was the 40th anniversary of Thriller. So as a tribute, Maxwell performed Lady in My Life. I know Gia was at home like, mm. That's all it. they did for the 40th anniversary of Thriller? I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. What else? <laughs> the biggest selling album of all time. <laughs> at the to Maxwell, you know what I mean? But that's all they did? I mean, it should have been a whole thing, right? Well, Diddy was a curator. God damn, Diddy. The 40th anniversary of <laughs> Thriller. Like the biggest, exactly. The biggest selling album of all time. people coming out. Exactly. And Jana was there? Damn. All right, well, Travis Scott made his first televised performance since Astroworld, wow. um, and he performed Mafia and Lost Forever. And so here is Travis Scott. And then, of course, as we just said, Diddy was hosting the whole affair. And he also debuted some new music. Here he is with Bryson Tiller. Now, Diddy also had said that he is uncanceling the cancel. He said that uh, previously. I don't know if I believe that because he missed the moment with the Michael Jackson thriller. 40 years. <laughs> you know, you had Janet Jackson there and it's the 40th anniversary mm-hmm. of Thriller. And you said the theme was to cancel the uncancel. You remember how they tried to cancel Michael a couple of years ago? Correct. Come on, you're supposed to go crazy. You're still on that. She moved on from that. But that don't, that's, that's nuts. I didn't now, even Diddy, know it was the 40th anniversary. Of Diddy also said it's a full circle moment for him. He won his first Billboard Awards 25 years ago. He said, now I'm executive producing and hosting the awards because I hate award shows. Award shows are boring. You know why they're boring? Because of the people at the award shows. But we're not having that tonight. He, he gave, uh, Diddy gave Tamika <laughs> Mallory the Revolt Black Excellence Award last night, too. That was dope. Yes, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. So shout out to Tamika Mallory, of yeah, course. He opened the show. Him and his son uh, danced together. He brought out Jack Harlow. He did that song, and he brought out Tiana Taylor. Yeah, we had a lot more, but you know, a lot of energy. Man, drop, a lot drop, of drop on the clues bombs for um, Christian Combs. Mm-hmm. 
And shout out to Drake. He won top artist, by the way, and also top male artist. So The, the reason I want to salute Christian Combs because he is single-handedly keeping the Harlem Shake alive. He has single-handedly <laughs> kept the Harlem Shake alive he definitely for, for at shook. least the past decade. He Harlem shook last night. Yes. He definitely did it. Yes. And other great performances that would stand out to me, Meg Thee Stallion, Lotto. You know, the women were killing it. So I just want to shout out to everybody. Obviously, Doja Cat. But yes, uh, great night. So there you go. And Meg Thee Stallion won top rap female artist um, as well. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. You ever try to Harlem Shake now? Yeah, you just can't help it. <laughs> Certain stuff come on. It don't just, look right, though. It don't look right. At all. Like you don't sit your old ass down. Is he having a stroke? And you can't, at our age, we can't be playing. Nope. We're doing the Harlem Shake. We might really be having a stroke. People think we just dancing. Next thing you know, we dead because people think we just dancing. Jeez. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, four after the hour. Donkey of the day is going to a young woman named Jania Douglas of Jacksonville, Florida. Let's talk bucket list, people. All right. We'll What's on it. your bucket list? We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. And if you want quality auto coverage for less, make the right call and go with the General Insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to find out how much you can save. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlamagne. <sighs> I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. It's not me. It's really not me. It's absolutely y'all. Uh, donkey of the day for Monday, May 16th goes to a young lady named Jania Douglas. Of Florida. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception. I got a question for you. Uh, it's a simple one. What's on your bucket list? I don't have to explain to you what a bucket list is, do I? It's simply a number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have or accomplish during their lifetime. I don't think I've ever technically called things that I've accomplished uh, bucket list items. Um, I'm more of a vision board type of person, but we all have things we want to do in life, okay? Some can be career-oriented, some can be personal, but we all simply have things we have historically wanted to do. And once we did them, we scratched them off their list. You know, we scratched them off our list. Angelique, what's been on, what's been something on your bucket list that you scratched off? Um, What is something on my bucket list that I scratched off? A long time ago, mm-hmm. buying a house. That buying was a house. House. Okay. Envy, what's something on your bucket list that you scratched off? Uh, traveling to South Africa. Going to South Africa. See, those are real goals. Those are accomplishments that make sense. They're productive. They're positive. Okay, they give you something to work towards. But people's bucket lists vary for a lot of reasons. And I can almost guarantee that Jania's bucket list is different, okay, than a lot of people's. All right, see, Jania was recently charged with fleeing and eluding authorities and failure to o- obey an order from a law enforcement officer when she refused to stop, okay, on last Thursday morning in the Florida Keys. Let me paint the picture for you. Jania was driving a Toyota sedan, all right? She was speeding and driving reckless near North Key Largo at about 7.47 a.m. An officer turned on his lights and siren, but Jania did not stop, okay? And she continued southbound until stopping at a three-way intersection. That's as far as that Toyota sedan could go. Now, what was she fleeing for? 
Did she have a warrant she knew about? Did she have a car full of drugs and guns? Was she under the influence of any narcotics or alcohol? Was there a dead white woman in the trunk? No. Her reasoning, her motive, was that she told the deputy that getting arrested had been on her bucket list since high school. What? I repeat, Jania fled and eluded deputies and said she did it because getting arrested was on her bucket list since high school. Let me tell you, I think she's 19 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Let me be clear. Yeah, she's 19 years old of Homestead, Florida. Listen. Guess what race <laughs> she is. First thing I want to know, Jania, what else is on your list? Okay, I know it's your personal bucket list, but you need to let somebody read over it to see what else is on there because damn, man. All right. Also need y'all to know something. Hey, Uncle Old, okay? Uncle Charlotte is old. Brother Leonard is old. I'm 43. My body different. I'm breathing different. If you don't know what line that movie from, you ain't black. But I'm saying all that to say, I don't understand what's happening no more, man. I don't understand this generation. I have no clue on what is happening anymore, but I'm not going to generalize a whole generation. We live in a world where we have to rely on the most unpredictable thing on the planet to keep us all safe, and that's human behavior. The only thing that keeps us relatively safe on this planet is the actions of, of each other. And we are living on this third rock from the sun with people who want to scratch getting arrested off their bucket list. So between this and folks who just wake up wanting to commit mass shootings, we doomed. But Jania, I want you to know something. You clearly can do anything you put your mind to. Now, other things you might set your mind to do, other things you might put on your bucket list might be a little more difficult than getting arrested, but I believe in you, and I hope that this situation lets you realize that anything you put on your bucket list, you can absolutely do. Anything you set your mind to, you can absolutely do. You just need to make some adjustments to your little bucket list, okay? Once again, I'm sitting here trying to understand the logic of something that is illogical, but it's not illogical. It's just Florida. Please give Jania Douglas the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. You, you want to play a game? No, I don't, actually. You don't want to play a game? I don't want to. You know what? All right. I'm going to humor you to play, play a game, okay? Play a game. Here we go. <laughs> Let's play, play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Let's do it. Florida woman, 19 years old, driving a Toyota sedan, accused of fleeing a deputy, says arrest was on her bucket list since high school. Angela Yee, guess what race she is! Well, she's definitely not black, because I don't think that's on our bucket list. Oh, Okay. That's never been on our bucket list. Okay, Angelisa is definitely not black, so what do you got? I guess white. <laughs> okay, mm. DJ like, Envy. Please arrest me. DJ I promise you I was doing something wrong. Can you please arrest me? Uh, DJ Envy, a woman driving a Toyota sedan, 19 years old, of Florida, wanted to get arrested because she said it was on her bucket list. Guess what race she is? Damn it, man. I was going black until you just... She just had me like thinking for a little bit. Cause black person don't want to get arrested, right? We don't want to. Yeah, we want to avoid white that. White people gotta beg to yeah, be arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> but my gut told me black earlier though. Mm. See, what y'all always fail to realize when we do guess what race it is, we have different categories. Maybe one day I got to just run down the category. What's the category? But there's white. White. You know, we have uh, 
Asian, Asian. we have uh, Spanish, La- Latino, Latino yeah. mm-hmm. and we have black. Black, right? But we also got nigga. Engineer Douglas is what we call a young nigga around these parts. Oh, man. Powerful <laughs> nigga at work. Damn it, man. That's all this is. Okay, Who powerful. Niggas. Yeah, you know, the niggas. What are you talking about? Okay. The words of T.K. Kirkland. <laughs> but, but she can grow out of this. Okay, we all have our nigga face. But she got a record. And by the way, uh, the nigga face is not just for black people. There's white niggas too. Okay? They, just, they just can't use the word. This was an act of bigotry. So both of y'all were wrong. I would love to talk to her and find out why. Like, Us black people had nothing to do with this. Why? You were okay. bored? Why? I don't know. I want to see. That's why I want to see the rest of her bucket list. What else is on there? Smoke crack? Like what else is on that? I don't list? know. I want to see right. the rest of her bucket list. All right. Well, okay. let's op- let's open up. Maybe the we phone can get her an internship somewhere or something. Man, help. She's only nineteen. Help her do something more positive with her life. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What's wild? What's the craziest thing on your bucket list? Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully, it's now, not- yeah. I want to hear things like. And I don't want to say crimes, right? Because she wanted a crime on her bucket what, list. Whatever's but crazy. There's things that aren't usually on people's bucket list. Like, <laughs> you wanted a house. You wanted to go to South Africa. Those are things that are probably on people's bucket list. Travel places, buy a crib. Right. I want to hear some oddball things. Right. It could be if, if a crime is on your bucket list, we'd love to Yeah. I'm telling. You call it depending on the crime. Oh, you call a bear and tell me a crime is on your bucket list. I'm getting your information. 800. And I'm turning it over to the proper authorities. 585 okay. <laughs> We're talking bucket list. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about bucket lists. Something strange or crazy on your bucket list. Uh, Yee, do you have anything strange or crazy on your bucket list? Well, oddly enough, there was something I always wanted to do. You know how Detroit be having those amazing movies like 211 and Plug Love and uh, all of those? Well, I wanted to always be in one of those independent films in Detroit. And I actually just did it, and it comes out tomorrow. Now I want to be in a horror movie, because you know horror movies are my favorite type of movies. Okay. And I kind of want to get killed. Okay. All right, well, if that's what you're into, what about you, Charlemagne? Um, I've always had, uh, I've always had, you know, vision boards, and I've always kept lists. I never called them bucket lists, but I always write down my long-term goals and my short-term goals. And, you know, the reality of the situation is I checked them all off. I had to create a whole new set of goals about two, three years ago. Anything unusual, though? Like, out the ordinary? No, nothing unusual. All my stuff was, like, professional and personal. Like, you know, I wanted to, you know, five, six years ago, I wanted to start going to therapy. I wanted to really start, you know, investing in my mental wealth and my mental well-being. Did that. Um, professionally, I'm doing everything I wanted to do, but I don't have nothing out the ordinary. Yeah, no, me for myself, I, I went skydiving. I did that. You ain't gonna do it again. Sh- no, nah, I ain't doing it again. I did it one time. I was on bucket list. <laughs> I did. Uh, I swam with the sharks. Um, I, I traveled to, to places I, that I would never have thought of. So, like you said, now it's just I'm creating a, a, a goal for myself that will benefit my my family and my children. You know what I've been thinking lately? I've been wondering if lists are limiting. And what I mean by that is, you know, they always say if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. True. Because there's certain things that I wrote on my list that. Something way bigger happened than I was even thinking. So That's I wonder true. I wonder if lists are even limiting. 
But I like my when like little small things that you want to do happen, like I said, like that are attainable. You just got to make it happen. I think that's always a nice little, you know, a nice little plug. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, this is Javier. Hey, Javier. Javier. What's, what's on your bucket list, Javier? Oh, man, I got a lot of things on my bucket list, man. But, you know, there's this one thing that I do got, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to propose to my future wife, you know, at one of your car shows over here in Atlanta. I want more for you, sir. Nah, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the but, car... But the car I, got shows... another, I got another bucket list, too. You know that. What's I want to go skydiving, you know, and I want to, like, you know, go hunting over there in Africa and... Kind of like lions and you know, like things, you know, things that you can go over there and hunt for. Are you allowed? I don't right. think you can kill lions. You can go over there, think you hunt lions. Like you're hunting your ass, exactly. Well, I think that's a big one that you want to propose to your wife oh at a car. God, so I think that's a huge lions. one, man. That's gonna be difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'll just, you know, like. You said that's gonna be difficult. Right on that's my birthday, oh. you know, over there, because my birthday is July the ninth. All right, well, so stay, stay on hold. We try to set you up, brother. Because the car show in Atlanta is July 9th, so uh, stay on hold and maybe we can set that up for you. All uh, right, thank you, boss. Y'all, right. hey, and I appreciate it, man. I listen to y'all every day, you know, and I'm a very spiritual person. So, you know, God bless y'all and y'all keep on doing your thing, man. For thank real. you, brother. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? I'm Pete from Creek, South Carolina. Yeah, you need a phone. You said Goose Creek, South Carolina? Yeah. 843, what's happening? What's on your bucket list, bro? Hey, man, I want to go swimming with sharks, like free range swimming. Mm hmm. But like mm -hmm. more than just that, I like I want to give a shark a two piece. Okay, you are gonna die, but all right. Yeah, you punch that shark and then that shark bites your ass. Who fault is that? I mean, it's my fault, but you know, living on the edge. But if I do survive, then you know I got a story to tell. I don't think you're gonna survive. I don't think you can survive either. I swam with sharks and I ain't gonna lie, I was I was scared like ish, but. I don't think you're gonna survive, bro. And by the way, if they if that shark eats you, we are not gonna let them kill that shark. Because it was your fault and this is premeditated. You went down there to punch that shark and you got what you deserve. But they said if you punch a shark, then it deters them. So, I mean... Oh, wow. Who said that? I mean, you know... A nigga with no oh, arms said that, didn't he? <laughs> no arms. Good luck. Don't do it, stupid. All right. My goodness. 800-585-1051. And when you swim with the sharks, it ain't the friendly sharks. It's not like they... they here's the friendly shark. No, no friendly shark. They... No, oh, it is friendly sharks though. I see Duval do that a lot. Duval be swimming. With, I don't know why they why he I, wants I to. I swim with the great whites. Okay, but why? They throw, they throw the meat out there, but they throw the meat out so much that they are used to just eating the fish meat and not people. All right. I, I'll never do it again. All right. They looked at you and they realized you wasn't too well done. They was like, just ah, it's not the he's a yellow one. I don't want this one. I don't want this one. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking bucket list. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to who? Donkey today went to a young woman named uh, Janiah. Janiah uh, Douglas of Florida. And, you know, she got arrested. She got arrested because she took the police on a slightly high-speed chase in her Toyota sedan. She didn't stop when they wanted them to, wanted her to. Uh, and she did that because she had getting arrested on her bucket list. Mm. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what's on your bucket list? Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Ruth. Hey, Ruth, good morning. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Miami. Hey, what's on oh, your bucket Lord. list? Um, well, I was saying, like, I don't, my bucket list personally is I want to do everything once. So with the, what happened the other day with the young lady, I was like, I kind of understood it. 
because it was like you know the way, especially the way these people in Miami drive like they get me crazy so I was, and every time my friends will be like I will get arrested with my road rage and I say hey you know what I always want to try everything once so get like, arrested wow you know the bad thing about Florida really odd. What's that? foolishness <laughs> in Florida makes sense to other Florida people Floridians yeah I agree. so so she understands where this woman is coming from I don't understand how a black person in 2022 is looking to have interactions with the police. I say hello to the police and I keep it moving. I want to avoid yeah. the police at all costs, especially things that uh, could lead to my arrest. But y'all running right head first yeah, into Yeah, I don't want to go to jail. I'm good. <laughs> and I agree with that, but it's just sometimes the way this, like the way they work down here in Miami, it really gets you riled up. And sometimes so, like these people... It's like it gets you so, crazy. I'ma show these people. I'ma go get arrested. I'ma get arrested, I'm right. get arrested to show y'all that y'all need to drive better. That's Florida. Okay. Hello, who's this? What the hell? Good morning. This is Chris from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, good morning. So what's on your bucket list? So my bucket list, I have a few things, but the number one that I want to do is I want to go to Australia and be able to hold a wild baby kangaroo. Okay, that's cute. All right, I respect that. That's cool. I like that. Why you got to go all the way to Australia to do that? That's a 22-hour Oh, because it's wild. You said wild. Yeah, okay. you know, you could go to the zoo and hold, hold the baby. But she said wild. She wants to go to Australia. Yeah. It's a different feeling. Zoo, yeah, I want to do a wild one. The zoo is not going to be the same. The zoo is not going to be the same. Are kangaroos dangerous? They be fighting. Yeah, they swing on. I will go with somebody who's a trainer and is a professional. Like, don't just send me out there by myself. Because that don't Ain't sound wild. Ain't nobody told you I have to go in the wild. Yeah, that I don't sound wild. These, I can train the ones in this cage. You, you want to go in the wild, you on your own now. Look, they got people in Africa that walk with you in the wild. Don't they have it? <laughs> they do, yeah. But, but I've you, never you, had that when I went to Africa. Nah, but you're usually in a truck, and the, and the truck is all gated it's around. It's called a safari, oh, it's crazy a safari. people. But, but you're in a truck, though. You're <laughs> not just, just walking, chilling through, the, through the, the safari. Yeah, if there's a wild well, kangaroo, there's other wild animals. <laughs> okay, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? This is Jay from... Raleigh, North Carolina, I wanted to say what I wanted to get off my bucket list is to get all my family together, all the ladies of my family. I would love for us to travel together. That is a hard thing to do nowadays because you know sometimes people need a year to get stuff together. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to say that I've been calling since April 7, 2020. My mom went into the hospital for a stomach ache and she left paralyzed the waist down. What? Um, mm -hmm. She took, yes, she took months to recover, but I want to say today, 2022, she is walking with a walker and Yay. I want to thank God for that. Nice. But you that know what? Huge. I've been listening to you guys. I'm from New York. I've been listening to you guys every single morning, every afternoon. I got your book, DJ Envy. I love your wife, Gia. Thank you. And Charlemagne and Yee. I call you Big Daddy Charla. <laughs> I appreciate that. He's I'm very tiny. I'm so glad that I <laughs> Big Daddy Charla. Well, we're very happy for you well, about your you mom, so too. Absolutely. So, that is amazing news. BDC. So. And thank you for supporting us so much. Gail Banton. BDC. He's very little in thank person. You for call, thank you for that new name that that's I shall a, be running with, man. That's what we call irony. Big Daddy Charla. Big Daddy Charlotte, Mama. and I'll call you Rashad. After listening to Gia say your name, I'm like, oh, Mr. Rashad. Mom, you ever see something? Mama, you ever see something on His TV name's that Rashad. looks big, and then when you see Rashad. a person is very tiny, it's Rashad. Boy. Rashad. I mean, I'm Big Daddy Charlotte. You know, but I love y'all anyway. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Big Daddy Shaw. Her name is Gail Banton. Okay. Shout out to Gail Banton. Salute to Big Bell. Big Gail. <laughs> Have a good one. Now stop with the Big Daddy. Big Daddy no, no. Charlotte. You know Big Daddy Charlotte. Little you Daddy better not refer to me as anything else for the rest of your mother effing life. Okay? Very small. I want person. you right now say, what's the moral of the story, Big Daddy Charlotte? <laughs> say it. 
What's, what's it saying? Your mirror it says objects might, might appear bigger or, or, or yeah, I don't care what they appear like. You just call me what I have to be called, okay? Yeah, no. I identify as a big daddy from <laughs> now on. Anything else is offensive to me. All right, don't disrespect me by calling me anything else. All right, I identify as a big daddy. What's the moral of the story? Big daddy, Charlotte. Say it. I said it. The moral of the story is stop dreaming about your bucket list and start living it. Thank you, little daddy. Big daddy, Charlotte. <laughs> don't miss, don't miss, uh, big daddy me. <laughs> Okay. All gross. right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Uh, yes, and let's talk Kendrick Lamar. Man, he has we? unveiled his big steppers tour dates, and we'll give you some more information on what happened over the weekend with all the mayhem over his new album. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to everybody in New Hampshire. I'm gonna be joining y'all in a couple of days. <laughs> in a couple of days. Now I thought you was going today. I, no, I gotta I gotta either go tomorrow or the next day. I don't know what day I have to go, whatever I can get my appointment right. But I've never been to New Hampshire. Yee thought it was in Maine. <laughs> it's in New England though, right? Isn't it? I don't know. I went to college in Connecticut. This girl I went to school with, her family had a, a vacation home in New Hampshire. It's up up that way, like towards Boston, Vermont, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kendrick. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Kendrick Lamar has smashed Apple's music streaming records thanks to Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper. So congratulations uh, to him for that. In addition to that, and it, by the way, they didn't re- uh, release specific details regarding the exact numbers yet, but they did uh, post in a tweet. Shout out Kendrick Lamar, KDOT's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers had the most first day streams for an album release so far in 2022. The album is phenomenal, man. It's dope. If you want a Pulitzer Prize for his last album, you should win a Nobel Peace Prize for this one. Really now, dope. in addition to that, he has unveiled the Big Steppers tour dates. So, tickets start to go on sale this Friday at noon, local time. And the tour kicks off in Oklahoma City on July 19th. It's a long tour, too, by the way. It doesn't end so far until December um, 16th in wow. New Zealand. a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the Kendrick Lamar album nonstop, and I don't think I've ever heard an artist be this vulnerable on an album. Like, this might be the most vulnerable album from a hip-hop artist ever. Now, one thing I thought about was he briefly mentions Kyrie Irving and the vaccination in the song Savior. Mm-hmm. Bite their tongues and rap lyrics, scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. Politically correct is how you keep an opinion. Music is tight lips, who dare to be different? Seen a Christian say the vaccine mark of the beast. Then he cut COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Then I cut COVID and started to question Kyrie. Will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? Well, Kyrie was in his car and he went live, and here's what he had to say. Yo, you can't be mad that I live life having fun. I said I do this for my culture. Round them up, round them up. Like I said, on my stream, right? Round them up. The haters are trolls, round them up. Little cockroaches. To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven. Nah, real talk. Real talk. They don't like when you're doing like. To my father, to my wife, I'm serious. They don't like when you're doing you. To my friends, make sure you count them. They don't like when you're doing you. To my fans, make sure you make them investments. But it's all good. Until the killer the Should we give him that interview? I forgive you, just know your soul's yeah. in question. If she wasn't ready to leave, yeah. but fulfill my Shout out to all my brothers and sisters out here. I can't stress how I love That's making revolutionary change. Not only in their lives, but. The memories that you let just because y'all. Celebrate with respect, the unity we protect. 
So I guess he was listening to the album. I'm sure he heard that part. No, I know that brother Kendrick Lamar is going to help so many people heal. He's going to push so many people into therapy. He's going to push so many people to do the work on themselves. Because depending where you at in your life, depending where you at in your healing journey, this might be the most important album of all time. Well, he was very open about a lot of things. And Mother Eye Sober was an- oh, man. another song that... Mm-hmm. Uh, really stood out was very vulnerable and it talks about him healing from his own trauma generational crush breaking music I tear up and his family here's part of that song oh. intoxicated there's a lustful nature that I failed to mention insecurities that I project sleeping with other women when he's hurt the pure soul I know I found it in the kitchen asking God where did I lose myself and can it be forgiven broke me down she looked me in my eyes is there an addiction I said no but this time I lied I knew that I can't fix it Pure soul, even in her pain. No, she cared for me, gave me a number, says she recommended some therapy. Mm, that one right there, and then when his wife comes on at the end and says, You just broke a generational curse, and then his his child says, Thank you, Daddy. Oh my God, mm. man. I tear it up several times too, uh, listening to Father Time. Oh, like those daddy issues sons be having with their fathers, mm-hmm. these warped ideas of manhood. He captured that so perfectly, man. Drop on the clues bonds with Kendrick Lamar. Yes, daddy amazing, is dope. amazing, amazing album. Make you want to be even a, a better dad than, than than you think you are now. You it, know? it makes you want to be a better human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's that's what I said. That's why this this is generational curse breaking music. Like this brother Kendrick Lamar is doing a real service, a real service. All right, and a rest in peace to Lil Keed. He has died at the age of twenty four. A rep so did confirm his passing to Complex, which occurred on May thirteenth. They said at the time. A cause of undeath. A cause of death is unknown. So, a rest in peace to him. I saw his um, girlfriend and mother of their daughter sharing an Instagram post mourning his passing. Uh, she starts it off, "I love you so much, baby. What I'm supposed to do without you? I can't breathe, write, sleep, write nothing. I don't even want to talk to nobody." And so, again, our condolences to his family and and his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have his brother actually uh, commenting. On, on his his brother Lil Keed passing. I seen my twin yesterday, man. I said, why my brother died? That's the moment he died. I'd rather have that moment with him than not being there and knowing he died. You feel me? So, my, as me rushing to the hospital, I look at me in the eye like, man, damn, my brother gone. I told him I love him. Man, my brother with me, man, I'm good. I cried, I did all my cry yesterday. Mom Duke, gee, Mom Duke good. Mom Duke like, here. Mom, Mom Duke ain't took it. You know, she cried, but Man, bro, you gotta be strong with this, bro. Nigga, I took him to the hospital. I did that. You won't believe that. My brother, you won't believe he thankful right now in the sky. But I love you, boy. You got me to the hospital, bro. You tried. As long as I know you tried, bro. That's all that matters. Man, God God bless that brother. God bless that brother sending him and his family healing energy. Uh, But very important to note that grief comes in waves. So you can be as strong as you want to be. It might be good today, but it might not be good tomorrow or the next day. So it's going to hit you at some point. A close friend did say it was kidney liver failure, and that's how he passed. But um, it has not been verified. At 24? Mm -hmm. And that is your Ah. report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. It's a Monday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Our audible pick of the day is Finding Tamika from Kevin Hart, myself, Charlemagne the God, and Queen Erica Alexander in Color Farm Media. This series focuses on missing black women and the system that ignores them. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Daryl Fairweather for joining us this morning. Yes, I thought she was a great wealth of information. I follow her on Twitter, so I always see her talking about things that are happening in the housing market. She's the chief economist for Redfin, and she can run off them stats real quick and let you know why everything is the way it is in the housing market. All right. And also, uh, shout to the gentleman that called and said he wants to propose to his wife at the car show. So, and you're going to charge him to do that. I ain't going to charge him to do it that. It feels like it's not a surprise anymore now. <laughs> I mean, his wife not, might not be listening, but um, Somebody you know, told the him. car show is June 19th, Father's Day weekend in Houston. I so think you're going to charge him. I wouldn't charge him. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't believe you. What you mean? How much are you going to charge him? Tell the truth. He just got to play to get in. You got to make him pay to get in? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. Unless he's going to do it. Nah, nah, he's good, man. So uh, shout out to him. That's going to happen Father's Day weekend, June 19th in Houston, Texas. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. I'm going to let him propose. We'll, we'll set up something nice and special for him. So shout out to that brother. Hey, listen, I want y'all to do me a favor too, man. It's Uncle Charlotte talking. I want y'all to go to uh, MTV.com because, you know, the MTV Movie and TV Awards is coming up. And um, I'm nominated for Best Host. Best host of a talk show at uh, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. So go to MTV.com and vote for me, okay? It's a vote. Now, your mouth work been pretty good on that mic recently. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to vote. Um, I'm, I, I do what I do well. God has blessed me, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So, yes, vote for me at uh, MTV.com for best host for the God's honest truth. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Happy Monday. It's Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and I teamed up with Zyrtec for this vacay season reminder. It's finally that time of year again. Spring is back like it never left. Vacay season is about to kick off, and allergy season is already out there bugging us. Well, bugging some of us, but not me, because I take Zyrtec, and I make sure to bring it with me when I'm enjoying some well-deserved vacation time. It's America's number one allergy medicine, and with its powerful 24-hour relief, you can stay on top of your travel plans and all that sneezing. When it's time to go out and explore, we all want to feel like our most vibrant selves. Bring Zyrtec on your next vacay and unleash your shine. Zyrtec. Tech. Starts working at hour one and stay strong day after day. Coming up next, we got the positive note. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note? Positive note is simple, man. Uh, your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Finding Me by Viola Davis. Here, the award-winning actress shares a story from growing up poor to becoming a show business trailblazer. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. The Breakfast Club. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.